Today, I just want to look at a familiar passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they will not see the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Now we understand from these verses that unless the Lord opens the heart and mind of people who are under captivity to the God of this world, to the prince of the power of the air, the gospel at once cannot take place. Without the Father drawing people to Jesus, no one can come to him. One aspect of this blindness, to my mind, is the prevailing spirit of unforgiveness in our society, which I believe is ever increasing. And I just want to talk about the spirit of unforgiveness, first of all among believers, and then with the society out there, whom we seek to be saved by prayer and outreach. Now, in the context of teaching on faith, Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, verse 25, and whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your offenses. Now, this is a very familiar verse, which most of us are most of us know it, but many a time, sadly, a large number of people don't practice it or take it seriously. It is possible that we can come here today to pray uh, for the gospel advance and perhaps harbor some unforgiveness in our hearts and thereby waste our time. There is not only the issue of our sins being not forgiven, but also I think our prayers will not uh, cross our ceiling, our rooms, rather, uh, let alone reach, reach heaven. The Lord made it very clear in Matthew chapter 5 that whenever we bring an offering, and today in our case it is our prayers, we must settle all things beforehand. Not only that, when we can carry unforgiveness in our hearts, we read from 2 Corinthians chapter 2 that we give Satan an advantage in our lives. So we have a number of reasons why we should not keep unforgiveness in our hearts. First and foremost, of course, it's a commandment of the Lord and uh, it is an expression of our love to the Lord that we forgive others. That we must forgive in order to receive forgiveness ourselves because the Lord said our sins will not be forgiven. And then, of course, there is this reason which I mentioned just now that we give an advantage for Satan to work his schemes against us I think many a times we see a chaos in our families, in our homes, because we would have given him some kind of a foothold by harboring unforgiveness. So these are all good reasons to forgive, but I think they're all selfish reasons. The best reason that we can forgive others is to recognize that we have been forgiven ourselves in the first place. A sense of tremendous gratitude to the Lord and a glimpse of what Lord had to pay to give, for, give us forgiveness should make us forgive others. So such forgiveness stems out of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude rather than a sense of generosity. The former comes from, a, from humility, but the latter can come from a sense of moral superiority. So we must forgive from a sense of deep gratitude, being overwhelmed with the goodness of God towards us. Then it becomes very easy to forgive others. Now, forgiveness is typically alien to all born of Adam. Although we are born again, cut off from the first Adam and grafted onto the last Adam, we still live in a body of sin and death. 
that means the atomic nature can manifest in us every too often unless we keep crucifying the flesh the atomic nature has a way of raising its ugly head and one of the consequences is harboring unforgiveness so nothing that i'm sharing is new all of us are familiar with it but i think we need to be reminded often especially when we come to pray in seeking gospel advance and seeking people getting saved if believers themselves find this unforgiveness to be in them and a big challenge to forgive others we can just imagine how much it will be with the people who are outside whom we are seeking to be saved whom we want to join into the commonwealth of the promises made to israel the spirit of unforgiveness can be so so intense in them and that makes gospel very difficult to penetrate so we can encounter two kind of categories of people there's one category of people which are a minority where we where they think they are far gone to receive any forgiveness they don't deserve forgiveness now such with such people there is great hope because they have come to their end and when people have come to their end of themselves the gospel becomes easy to go through but most of the people they generally are self righteous and don't think they need forgiveness and they usually have deeply unforgiving spirit within them to such people the idea that sins can be forgiven without having to pay a price is simply unbelievable or unthinkable our society is permeated with unforgiveness and as believers we can join in the chorus and don't recognize that it can hinder our very purpose of praying for gospel at once many a times it manifests as what i would like to call it as institutional unforgiveness or unforgiveness against institutions we hold institutions or governments or people in authority responsible for some past wrong that has been done even when the wrongs are done accidentally we still cry for blood for revenge we want somebody to be made responsible now i'm not saying that guilt should not be identified i'm not saying wrongs are not to be done right but it is possible for us to carry it in our hearts and carry that bitterness and unforgiveness and thereby hinder god's purpose and when things are historical where both the victims and the perpetrators are long gone we can still keep our anger and unforgiveness and make governments to come institute commissions after commissions spending millions and millions of dollars or pounds until we make somebody responsible we don't want to forget the past and move ahead the problem here is that we can join in that whole social uh, fight against the institutions and carry unforgiveness in our heart about historical wrongs or even current wrongs we can even notice that when a convict has spent his time in prison and is about to be released on parole or maybe completely released the victim's family doesn't want him to be released the very idea that this convict who has spent prison term may have changed or he should be given another opportunity he simply doesn't arise we still want to hold it against them that comes from a sense of moral superiority you know and that position is always from a place never realizing that there is no one righteous no one holy all have sinned and come short of the glory of god we never recognize that all sin is same in the sight of god it's only we categorize sin to be minor ones and major ones and things like that so this spirit of unforgiveness in the society hinders gospel advance because to receive forgiveness without having to pay for yourself because it has been paid by jesus is so alien to fallen human nature 
So in our desire, as we pray together here for gospel advance, we must specifically focus in asking God to deliver people from this specific area of blindness caused by the God of this world. And at the same time, we must examine our own hearts if by any chance we have become part of the society which is unable to forgive historical or current wrongs done against our society. Then we will have at least one area of victory in our battle against the principalities in high places. And that is my prayer today that we may be able to pray against this and see gospel advance take place through our prayers. And may the Lord help us today. Amen.